2: Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information.
1: Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome. Happy Valentine's Day. It's 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady. There's Brett Vesley. Big Dick Toledo's around here somewhere. And it's the post-Super Bowl blues for Brady this morning. Poor Brady has yeah. his Cincinnati Bengals walking away. <laughs> Losers for a third time. First time they lost Super Bowl, six points. Second time, four points. This time, three points. Next time, one, Brady. Yeah, and we're getting the, closer. You guys are getting closer and closer. Another 30 years. And you got, Yeah, you're not going to see another Super Bowl. That was it, Bengals fans. If you're over probably 45, you're never going to see your team do that again. Everybody's like, oh, they'll be back next year. And come on, it's the Bengals. Everybody said that. 30 years ago when they had Icky Woods and everybody thought this was, eh, they're done. 12-1 to 1 odds. So now we get into the uh, the NFL of the future. Two years in a row, a team that bought the Super Bowl won it, essentially. I mean, they made all the moves to do it, but you went out and you traded away your draft picks and you got rid of this and that. The Buccaneers were a little different about it because they had so much cap space, but they got rid of stuff, brought in free agent after free agent, and placed a team on the field. And that seems to be working for the uh you know Lombardi trophies. Whether it creates dynasties or anything like that, I don't know.
2: So you're saying there's a chance.
1: So is there? Yes, yeah, there. I guess will that, it will
0: be a home game next year.
1: No, there's no. <laughs> I will put all the money in the world down on the idea that they can't have three straight Super Bowl hosts in the game. The fact that we hadn't had it for 54 years and then got it two years in a row, and they both won with Tampa and LA winning in, in their own stadiums, and it never, never prior to that had any team ever played in their own Super Bowl. And there were a ton of Super Bowls in Miami when the Dolphins were good and they couldn't even get in. I mean, it's just a—it's—it's it's a, uh, not like Detroit and Cincinnati hosted Super Bowls every year and it didn't surprise you that nobody was in it. There you go. It's, uh, it's three in a row. Sorry, Cardinal fans. I, I cannot see that happening. But the Bears can now trade away everybody and go get all these, you know, there's free agents at Aaron Rodgers available. There's a lot of uh, attempts next year for some team to just go buy a Super Bowl. It works. Once. And I don't know what I'd rather have. I think you get that Super Bowl ring and then eight years of sucking, or you get you know a couple years like what the Bengals are doing. They had six wins in two straight seasons. Next thing you know, they're in the Super Bowl, and now they have a a future to build on if they are willing to pay for it. And that's going to be the big question, whether or not they're going to keep going with the... uh, with the current roster, because they've got five or six guys, you have to pay. You how, absolutely have to pay them, and they're on rookie deals. I was just going to say, how many of those guys are on rookie deals? Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, T. Higgins. Uh, their tight end is good. He's on there. He's got a defensive player under. They went out and got a bunch of. They went out and got a bunch of uh, defensive players for middle money. Wow. Did a good job, but man,
0: Hubbard. The
1: the the new NFL. What will it be? Is it going to be teams that do exactly like the Rams did? Rams have no future. At all, especially because Sean McVay is talking about – well, he actually said he coming back. He talked about retiring after winning a Super Bowl. He said, I'll retire. He's 36. and he said, But then he said last night at the end, he said, no, I'll be back next year. Aaron Donald might retire because yeah. he sees the writing on the wall. Why go out and tear yourself up for a team that's got to tear down in a year or two? We'll see. I don't know. The window is a very slight one. And so what, what do you do? And I think the Cardinals did that. This was an all-in deal for the Rams. Everything that they said was Super Bowl or bust, and we, we're, this is it. We have done everything we can to build a Super Bowl team. If it doesn't work, we're done. They got it. So, congrats to all the LA fans and to all the Cincinnati fans. Come on, life wasn't that great anyway. You're a Bengals fan. You
0: get the you're day off to, today. Yeah, kids. you're
1: used to disappointment, I think. So, don't worry about it, Bengals fan. Go to your second. They'll have a second place parade because Ohio is for a, sure. Now they're oblivious to the idea of anything outside of Ohio doing anything. So they were in the Super Bowl. They might as well have won it. Cincinnati will have a. A second-place parade, which I balk at every time. A couple of great moments from the game, too, uh, that you don't even realize happen. Uh, Vegas is amazing. Um, Matthew Stafford had the over-under for rushing at 7. I think it was 7.5 on some and 7 on others. He ran for 7 yards in the first quarter.
0: Toledo T- had him for um, 11 oh, yards. You, once or once
1: you in-game, it's yeah. going to go up. So in the game, if in the beginning of the game it was seven, if you had it before the game it was over, under it was seven. You can get it as the game goes to get higher and lower as it. Uh, he didn't have another rushing yard the entire. After game. that, no, a- until he was at seven. I think he. Had, I think he had seven or eight yards total, uh, and it was seven and a half. So it was like he was right at the over. He was at the over, whatever it ended up being, six and a half actually, and he was at seven. Uh, the last play of the game had to happen. He had to kneel down. That's a rush. So and that, it took, it took everybody and that who loss? Had, yeah, yeah. It yeah. took everybody as, a, as a, an over and dropped them back into the under. So it's just a crushing because he got that, defeat.
0: Because he got that one on the goal line.
1: Right, he got he a yard. Won. Well, he was at seven or eight, but he, <laughs> ended, up back, he ended up back under the original yeah. over-under, which is just un- unbelievable that somebody's job is to say, let's see, Stafford should end up about seven or eight yards against this defense, and they were dead on it. So if you had the under, you won, but the over-under was seven-something, uh, and he dropped below the half. The hook got him. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Sean McVay is the youngest coach to ever win a Super Bowl. Zach Taylor, second youngest coach uh, at 38. So uh, the two youngest coaches in the league facing off in the Super Bowl by far. Combined age is 74, which is crazy. Their their combined age is just about the age of uh, half the coaches in football. Uh, First time two quarterbacks with losing regular season records met in a Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford is 10 games under 500. Joe Burrow is 12 and 13. He's relatively young. Uh that's like some of the weirder stats yeah. too. Uh the team that's won the, or lost the coin toss. So that's a good one. Yeah, LA Rams lost the coin toss before the game and then won the game. That's eight straight times that's happened. And they broke it. Is that what it, No, it says the the loser I thought the no, loser uh the LA Rams lost the coin toss before the game and won the game. That's notable. The loser of the opening toss has now won eight straight Super Bowls. So they're Oh, okay. One, cause
0: yeah. Someone said it the other way at the uh, Um, you know everyone that won the coin toss the last seven have won.
1: It's the other way. If you lose it, (laughs) they're wrong. You're out. Speaking of uh, Stafford and Burrow, it's the second time in Super Bowl history two former number one overall picks have uh, played in the game. That's a rarity. That number one picks win Super Bowls. The other time was uh, Manning and Newton. It's nuts. The Rams are thirteen and ten at halftime. Uh, They're forty eight and one when leading at the half under Coach McVay. And the only, only time they lost was uh, when the 49ers beat them at the end of the season. It's crazy. The Rams average 1.9 uh, yards per rush. 15 to average fewer than two yards and win a Super Bowl. So what happens? I don't know. It's crazy. And then you had uh, all the lunacy with what was going on on and off the field. Uh, the receiver Van Jefferson for the Rams had to run off right after the game to a hospital... To watch his wife give birth. Oh man, she was stretchered out. Okay, it's enough of this whole "you've got to see your kid get born" thing. Uh, we had up until 25 years ago, no dad cared. This your dad was golfing when you were born, right? I think that's your story.
0: Yeah, he didn't go to the no. Hospital, no man went he was to there the thing. A- after the round.
1: Right. You're, well, sure, he's got to meet you. I mean, eventually he's going <laughs> to come. And that's by what Van and, did. Going to come by and shake. No, Van got there. He saw it, and it was so important to go see that baby pour out of that now diseased, damaged hole that he used to love so much, and now he gets to see it in its worst situation. Girls don't like to walk around the house if they've got like a flaw or they feel a little fat, but they want you to see their vaginas erupt like joke cigars when a baby's coming out of it. I know if there's like a zit, we don't go out. I know if there's like a a, a we, I've got a big zit and I don't want to go anywhere. All right, we'll cancel everything. But God forbid a baby pours out of them. They want you to see them at their worst in that situation. I don't get it. And besides that, as a kid, if I'm growing up going, uh, did your dad make it to your birth? I'm like, I don't know. It's only for the wife. She's only going to be mad. And I think it's a cooler story to say, no, he was busy celebrating a Super Bowl win the day I was born. That's a better story. That stinks to go watch your kid get born. I don't think any man wants to.
0: I mean, back in the day when my dad would say they didn't allow you. In. Right, because they, they knew it didn't matter. Let you're just in the way.
1: Ugh. And then videotapes came on, like anybody ever wants to watch that again. Men can not, we can miss the birth. We can be there for you. But if you've got a Super Bowl, as you're in a, your excuse is, hey, I was busy winning the Super Bowl, you get a pass. On the birth I'm more
0: important than the Super yeah. Bowl. What happens be, if you didn't show up, John? She's going to be furious. You'll be escorted off a plane and put in jail for the weekend. <laughs> like Adrian Peterson. <laughs> you'll never hear the end of it.
1: Adrian's the old-fashioned man who's like, this is my plane, bitch, and he got escorted off a plane. But come on, with the having to run off the Super Bowl field to go see the birth of your child. Nobody wants to watch that. If you do, you're crazy. I get there when I get there. I will get there when I get there is correct.
0: <laughs> so did he leave? I thought he left. Did he at, didn't he leave Didn't leave. Right as it game? ended.
1: Okay. Right as it was over. Just shot out of there. Did so it, he couldn't didn't, jump
2: in the champagne and do all the crazy stuff? Couldn't play in the stuff?
1: confetti, couldn't kiss Lombardi, nah. couldn't do any of the stuff because he's got to go watch his wife's uh, paper cut. That'd be so weird. Turn into a, a sinkhole and then act like it was all love. Come on. It's just a. Why don't you get back to the party, baby? Yeah, it's just awful to make a man feel that kind of pressure. That his entire livelihood isn't everything he's ever worked for, he can't even celebrate. I know, I know. The birth of your child, the joy of. (laughs) Super Bowls are better than childbirth. It's easy to have kids. Any idiot, any idiot in a trailer park can make a kid. It's hard to have a Super Bowl. It's hard to win one. It's hard to be part of a win of one. You get to celebrate
2: that. That's a bigger deal than childbirth. I'd have been like, hey, lady, this is the reason you're having this baby here and not at County. All right? Hey, so hey, just, just deal that, with it. Exactly.
1: You, because it's mine means you're getting the best care yep. ever. I do not need to be there. I she swear. She was at
0: the game, and she's like, if I'm getting card off, you're coming. This, uh-huh. is, this is where
1: the, uh, the pussification of man has kicked in. Super Bowl... Much The bigger, the gator mouth goes towards Super Bowl, much greater than birth of child. You get the whole <laughs> time with the child. Birth of child, we've been convinced is like this miracle that you have to be part of. No, you don't. You were already part of it when you soaked her eggs. That's all you need to do. And I liked how Bre- uh, Brett started that by saying, hey, look, lady. That's exactly how you should talk to the woman who's about to give birth to your child. Hey, look, lady. I'm in the Super Bowl.
0: John, if you were the uh, wife. Yeah. And you're all said, water breaks, you go yeah. into labor, you carted out of the hospital. What would you want for your husband at that time?
1: What, what, if, as a man, I'd be yeah. like, a Super Bowl is so much more important than this. I'm a selfish bitch for even having my water break today.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah,
1: I should have. My mom held Put me a in. in this is the truth. My dad wasn't in town. When, uh, in, uh, my, my dad was to Toledo. He was, uh, although, you know, we all knew where he was, <laughs> wasn't around. Uh, In the beginning, because he was in uh, the reserves, the Air Force, he was, uh, and this is 1972, so it's touch and go on whether he's even going to be in the jungle or he's going to be in Alaska or something. So he was up in Alaska, and I was supposed to be born in June, and my mom said, I'll wait for you to come back, because you know what, I want this to be the right thing. Well, I didn't even care if he was there, just in the area. Didn't want him to be in the room, like nobody wants to see that. Well, no. So my dad could get back, and he was scheduled to get back in the middle of July, and I like they tried to induce labor and it failed and all of a sudden. So I wasn't born until July twenty-sixth. I'm like ten and a half months. I'm like late. My my birth date was supposed to be like June 17th. My mom just clamped it up like a good tight mom can. Overcooked. Ya. She kaggled it. I came out fat. They put me on a diet the day I was born because I was a giant. And, my, and it was all because she's like, I just needed everything in place to make sure that, you know, your dad wasn't rushing back from Alaska to come meet you. your useless blob of carbon mass. Uh, and it wasn't like my dad was in the Super Bowl either. He was just doing his job. And that was, that's what a good woman will do. Her water won't break when the man's got something important going on because mentally she can control that kind of stuff. It's easy to make a baby. Look around. If you've been to a QT, there's pigs pushing two or three in at a time. It is not hard to make a baby. Make a man run off the Super Bowl field to go watch that. no way. no
0: way I might and, not and leave this until... most people would say I missed the birth of my child. Well, where were we I was in the Super Bowl <laughs> Right to better story. You get a pass. Yeah. yeah, you get a pass I think so.
1: because it's rare because oh, I had to go to the I had to rush back from the moon <laughs> I had to rush back from the moon because my wife would be mad if I wasn't standing in the room being useless while she gave birth, although.
0: If you did stay afterwards, there's maybe where you'd get a little different.
1: To to celebrate. To party and celebrate. Yeah, yeah. to celebrate the, the moonshot.
0: That's, that's where the people would start to turn a little bit.
1: That's why I'm saying what I I'm know. saying is, F- you guys, wrong button. <laughs> is that the guy had every right to celebrate with that. That's, this, that's a culmination of everything he's ever worked for. A baby, he'll, he could seed an egg. Again, in four or five months, and put another one in her, and they'll have it during the season. They'll and miss another Super Bowl. Well, yeah, maybe. Doubt it because it's so rare, but f- you guys in your hole. Oh, he couldn't party after.
0: Didn't it happen to someone too at the World Series? There's I been a bunch, of those, a bunch of those where guys yeah. leave. Leave the game. Because there's too much pressure
1: on uh, like the media saying he stayed for a baseball game. This is the Super Bowl, it's the World Series. These are rarities. Baby making, there's a maternity ward. There's probably four going right now. It's easy. It's easy. They, guess what? They've been doing it since the first person. Nothing to it dropping a baby. Nothing to it. Sure, it hurts. Boo-hoo. Sort of stubbing your toe. <laughs> don't have a big celebration for that. Nobody has to leave work every time you bend a fingernail. Your body's built for it, ladies. We don't have to be there. if If we got nothing else going on. Sure, we'll pop by, maybe drive you over. Pop by? <laughs> I'll pop by. I am useless in that room. I have no need to be in that room. The doctors, it's not like you can just stand there and hold her. A lot of times they push out of the way. My one friend had a, a, something go wrong during the birth. and The doctor really, literally knocked him onto the ground. Move! And they rolled her out. He couldn't be there anymore. Because he's not a doctor. Some jackass performing some stupid ritual that became like Valentine's Day. Sort of forced upon us. Crazy. But he left the Super Bowl to go watch some baby come out, which I watched in sixth grade, Nat Geo. some lady in the middle of picking corn oh, in Africa. bloop, Throws one out, scrubs it down, puts it in the basket, and gets back to work. It was the best video I've ever seen in my oh, life.
0: What you don't know is it, at least he stayed around, partied a little bit, yeah, then left. They're saying, oh, yeah. he left the Super Bowl. He left Bowl. right away. uh
1: uh-uh. <laughs> There's iPhones, there's, you know, what does it do? <laughs> Can you FaceTime me? FaceTime
0: that. <laughs> You're showering up. The Uber is yeah. taking forever.
1: <laughs> Excuse me, Dr. Dre and Eminem. I've loved you for 30 years, but I'm going to have to move you guys out of because the
0: Because think about it, how unless you got in the helicopter, how quick are you going to get out of that stadium? Pretty fast. You, you think? think? Those guys those can get guys...
1: Out Well, they've got that player exit. They do that with the Suns thing. They shut them out, and they've got a different road. They just do that thing. They, they take a one-way the other direction. They could have got him out of there. Maybe they did chopper him over. Who knows? But it's, it wasn't worth it, I'll tell you I that. got it
0: as soon as I can. That was two hours.
1: I guarantee you, he has a euphoria of the Super Bowl. He goes and he sees it and he thinks, oh, my God, birth of my child, tears. And he's like, one of the two things tonight was super anticlimactic, just <laughs> baby birthing. And plus he's a pro athlete. He's got three other ladies in the next two months. He's going to get a chance to see the birth of a child. So come on. <laughs> van jefferson it's ridiculous forcing that man into some sort of weird notebook moment just after he wins a super bowl because now she made it about herself selfish
0: could he have called nick cannon to get over there
1: he knows he knows the drill yeah there's your there's your example of how hard it is to have kids nick cannon's got like nine of them one after another in fact, sadly, lost one, had another one a couple weeks later. I mean, he's got them flying out all over the place. you think Nick Cannon's at all the bursts? He can't be. They're simultaneous.
0: <laughs> that he one bothered a- me.
1: That one bothered me because they tried to pull your heartstrings with it. What really was great was Aaron Donald, with his kids who can remember things, sitting on the field playing in the confetti because that's what he promised them. He goes, when, when, when Daddy wins the Super Bowl, you come out and we'll play in the confetti. And his daughter went nuts. And that's all she cared about. That's all she wanted to do. And the picture of them playing in the confetti is really neat. Totes adorbs. That's a moment with a family, not some cigar hole blowout. Now, speaking <laughs> of uh, families, uh, Death Row got back together right there uh, oh, yeah. in that halftime show. And I went home and watched again. I didn't realize Anderson Pack was the drummer, and they band. The I didn't band. either. I didn't even see it's on his drum head. And uh, I'm watching him. Like the live band backing was Anderson Pack, and that's basically Silk Sonic. Uh, which was great. I thought the, the Super Bowl halftime show was outrageously good. Like, really good. We are at... Uh, it was
0: right in, in our wheelhouse, oh, basically. Yeah, it's, basically. It's, that's it's, why, well, because the feedback on people are exactly that a little bit. What? That, in our wheelhouse right there, crazy about it. And outside of that... Oh, yeah, but that's was, true like, of all that. of them. So,
1: Correct. Yeah, like Paul McCartney remember, plays, yeah. and people are like, this is for old people. And then Tom Petty plays, and everybody's like, This is for old people. And then uh, Bruce Springsteen, This is for old people. And then you get Dr. Dre up there, and you're like, Hey, finally. Uh oh, you realize something just happened to you? It's for old people <laughs> right. still. The whole thing's yeah. always for old people. I'll say that. In yeah, denial. it's true. And you're in denial that this is for old people.
0: Finally, we got a new one. Yeah,
1: and finally, somebody's <laughs> doing it for us, young people. <laughs> Nuh uh. You're, you're the target audience now. You're old people. Yeah, yeah that's 30 year old stuff right there. It's actually. At this point, when I saw the Rolling Stones in 2005, uh, it, 30 years prior was their heyday, mid 70s, yep. early 70s. They were 60s too, but I mean, like you get that 10 year gap uh, and they played the, and that was when they were already legends. I saw them in 2005 in Detroit and, uh, and people were like, it's for old people. That's exactly what we watched last night. Now, Kendrick Lamar's a little younger, Eminem's 20 something, but still, the majority of that stuff, Snoop and Dre, 56, 50 year old guys. You're watching the same thing. Um, I think Bruce Springsteen was in Tampa in 2008 when I saw that yep. one. Diana Ross was uh, 95. It's always for, it's always for us uh, elderly Aerosmith. folks. Aerosmith. It's all for old people. And last night's was no different. It was fantastic. And up at CB Live, we're, we're up at the bar. I've watched a lot of Super Bowls. I've been to a lot of Super Bowl parties. I've been to a lot of bars and house parties and everything else. I've never seen... The place starts amazing. to dance and clap at the television. It turned into a club. It turned yeah. into a club. I was going to
0: say if you could do the halftime next time, you had good sound. Oh,
1: yeah, the sound changes. was great. It changes. CB Live it. was amazing, but the uh, just the place was singing along with the TV. We're, they're dancing. It was a club, and it's like this is television. Like this is a, everybody just kind of lost their their the girl everything. Going crazy. Um, oh, at the, oh, it yeah. was not. CB Live was like a club for about eight or nine minutes when that was going on. And that was really, it was neat. I thought the Super Bowl halftime show was great. My favorite part was the special guest 50 Cent. If you saw Dick Butkus, your legend from the Chicago mm-hmm. Bears tweet, the best thing I've seen out of all of it. Dick Butkus, who should be suffering from CTE, and if not, at least dementia. The guy's got to be 80 years old. Says, looks like inflation has gotten to 50 Cent because <laughs> he's fat when did 50 cent blow and uh, you know his waist still looked all right but he's all bloated he looked uh, he looked puffed up <laughs> dick Butkes, was he getting his, get his pump dick, on yeah I've, dick butkus turns and go and has a comment about 50 cent looks like inflation got to him he did look inflated he looked a little thick but it was pretty cool and of course everybody's going on and on about how eminem got on one knee even though the nfl said don't oh stop it the NFL wasn't going to stop him from getting on a knee. The NFL loves him on that knee. I think it's great.
2: People were saying, uh, "Did you notice it on the replay?" Because I didn't see it when we were at CB. But did you notice any lip syncing going on? Yeah, a lot of people are claiming Eminem was pretty much yeah, lip syncing. That's whole thing. what
1: I got home, and that's what Megan said. She said uh, it would have to. Re- I mean, he, he lip syncs most it, of the
0: beginning. Reverberate, yeah. I think, on a lot of that rapping a little. What do you mean? I mean, even Snoop. What are you Just talking about? Just the sound. In, oh, for in them? the stadium, they have, yeah, in- ears. To keep on, yeah. they have in ears. They
1: don't hear any reverb. Everything's like through a speaker right into your head. They're, the in ear speakers for vocalists, is, it's unbelievable. And that,
0: you now, don't hear but any if, of that. Correct. But if you're hearing it in the stadium, you might think they're lip syncing. Oh, in the stadium? To, yeah.
1: Maybe. Yeah, and I don't know. maybe, I don't it's know. It's all on the screen. It depends on that. I mean, it, when you watch it on TV in the beginning, you're like, maybe he is. When he's going, I'm not so sure because I rewatched it last night when I got home and i'm not so sure he was cuz i've read the same thing when i was just mm. checking things out and like everybody thought they were lip syncing i don't think they were cuz it was too many times he'd pull the mic away in the middle of a sentence and it would cut like it wasn't hmm. it wasn't going okay. over so maybe maybe there was some backtracking but there wasn't any lip syncing as far as like his vocals were him
2: i'm kind of with you though like we were talking about it last night during halftime like i'd like to see more of this yeah. than the than the game, the game. actually
1: yeah. i was having more fun with that yeah. and the crowd last night where we were cb live was light It's okay. And I said that to to Matt and Joel before. I'm like, these two teams don't have a following. There are no giant Bengals contingencies. There's no Bengals bar in town. If there is, it's tiny and unknown. And there's no reason to start a Bengals bar. They've won six games prior to this year in two straight seasons. They had three wins. You're not going to make a lot of money hosting a bar where a team wins three out of 13 games. Uh, two years in a row, you're going to lose your ass being a Bengals bar. So there aren't any like massive Bengals followings. There aren't huge Rams followings either because they've come and gone and been kind of a weird LA, St. Louis, LA. You'll have the, just
0: thing. the uh, civic LA following a little bit. Yeah,
1: some of that. And they'll get bigger, but I don't think that they've got a long term dynasty on their hands. So it's not like they're going to be around for eight or nine years and create this giant LA Rams thing. So yeah, the crowd was indifferent. If anything, last night, even Bengals fans that were there didn't seem too pumped up when things got good. There wasn't a lot of pacing. There wasn't a lot of like, oh, just like, "Eh." like,
0: hang on, hang on. Everybody's
1: a passive fan of the team. There wasn't a lot of like, you know, blood, sweat, and tears with the Bengals or Rams. They haven't been through a lot. So it was interesting. The game itself... I thought paled compared to the halftime show, and it was a good game. Yeah, wasn't terrible by any means. Watching, than I thought the, it'd be such yeah. a
0: energy coming off of that show.
1: Yeah, it was great. Into
0: the second half,
1: that part was a lot of fun, and the gambling was great. That's the first time we've had Super Bowl gambling, and uh, I got I, I, I popped for a couple good ones, and then just started to bet dumb stuff. Uh, I got the Cooper Cup touchdowns, and oh, that pushed me way up over the top, so I could play with some house money, and I did. It was fun. Uh, that uh, FanDuel made that even more fun because honestly, if I didn't have to be at CB Live yesterday, that game would have been kind of in and out. If it wasn't for this job and whatever, I would have probably tuned out. I don't. I had no. Uh, maybe I don't know. I'm a big sports fan. I don't know if I could do that, but I didn't really care. I found myself trying to root for the Bengals in the beginning, and I can't do it because then the Rams would make a play I'd be like, Yeah, break his legs!" And I'm like, "Oh, geez." I, <laughs> yep. I just I, I look at those Bengal striped helmets and those stupid uniforms and think. We got we to gotta light this team on fire. I don't care who's the other side. That's still a. We increased division.
0: our fan base yesterday.
1: Well, for now. <laughs> we'll see. You got to hang on to it. They got enough talent to do it. It's just whether they pay them. They got there a year early. They're a year ahead of schedule. So yeah. we'll see. Anyway, football's over.
2: <sighs>
1: Baseball doesn't exist. Basketball I is am. all we've got, and it's going pretty damn well here in town. But as far as being a sports fan, and okay, the Coyotes, I understand. They like still you said no. they exist. I was just going to say there. I acknowledge their existence. That's two about great thing.
0: days coming up in March for the March Madness. Just day oh, yeah. one and two. Yeah, you got a couple of, great
1: events. A couple of things like that. And Arizona's in that. So, but football ending is always kind of a a strange moment that makes you realize you're getting older. Yeah, it is a funny thing though to see all the tweets going. Finally, a halftime show for people who aren't a million years old. Finally, it's something I can get behind. Somebody born between 85 and 95 can finally watch The half. I'm like, okay, you guys see what you're saying now. You're now crossed over into that new demographic of old person that has 30 years of history with music, and we can appeal back to you. I, We've, I didn't
2: think of it that way. It's Damn
1: exactly it. how it is. You've entered the new – it's like when you check boxes and <laughs> it says, enter your age 25, 54, 54, and then you hit, that, you hit that next one. You're like, geez, I'm right on the cusp of it for my, my surgery. It had a thing that said, it, a little survey I took afterwards, and it said, check your age, 29 to 49. And I'm like, oh, it's so the last year I can do that one. And then it's 50 to 70. I'm like, I'm in that group now. What?
2: <laughs> 50 to 70? And you know, I was kind of thinking when the game started, I was kind of like, well, maybe, maybe I am getting old. Because I had no idea who sang American <laughs> Beautiful in the National Anthem. I had no idea who I'm those, who yeah, well, those uh, I mean, chicks were. And there's trouble. Because NBC
1: put the wrong name under the wrong black girl. Oh, did they? Yeah, no they, kidding. they, they oh, I yeah, didn't know they that. Yeah, so, oh. now they, so now they're basically the we all don't look alike network. Oh. And, uh, yeah, they put the, I don't know the lady's name. I'm going to say Khalil Mack because it's got a lot of vowels <laughs> or a lot of consonants, not a lot of vowels, and I don't remember her name. But the country singer that I think was the one that sang the national anthem. I remember
0: you were saying she's a country yeah, artist. The, the
1: one of them was. Yeah. I don't know her name, though. Miranda something. I think that's right. Is that right? I don't know. Whoever sang the um, National Anthem's uh, name starts with an M. Mickey, Mickey Guyton? Mickey Yeah. Yeah, she's, a, she's good. She can sing. And she sang the National Anthem, but they put uh, Ja Rule's name under there or something like that. <laughs> that NBC yeah. did. Is a terrible. They did her dirty. Put Ja Rule under there and said, uh, here's Ja Rule with the National Anthem. She's like, damn it. And it was... Jaheen Akio or something was
2: America the Beautiful. Yeah, Yeah, Ja Rule. Ja
1: Rule. Because she has got J-H-A. And that always frustrated me because people spell John wrong, J-H-O-N. And I'm like, it's not Jahan. Stop it. And then so I see J-H and I get frustrated right right away. So Ja Rule.
2: So (laughs) what's her name, Jaheen? uh, Jaheen Aiko or Aiko?
1: A-I-K-O. That did make a lot of people feel old. But it's, you know, because we've gotten into this day and age of of, – hyper focusing on demographics that nobody knows anymore outside of the realm of the thing they like because you get so much hyper attention on the thing you like with algorithms and everything else that you never even explore whatever she is so she pops up like she's coming out of the blue and there's a whole group of people that know her and a whole bunch that don't uh, because there's no more universal artists except for Adele and like there's a few Taylor Swift that everybody kind of is I aware I thought maybe
0: of. Snoop got in there with you know his new taking over Death Row and he's getting a couple of his new artists. That in there. would have been
1: quick. But no, I mean uh, the the singer of the national anthem. I th- I'm pretty sure she's got some country chops too. I think she's pretty good there. Yeah. I- I'm surprised by it because she seemed educated, uh, well spoken and everything else which <laughs> is totally against all country music which is for retards. We all have ex- we know that that's a fact, right? But that's For sure. IQ of 80 or lower, you're a country music fan and a Guy Fieri supporter. Basically it. How he's not the king of country music is beyond
2: me. Uh, Victor Enriquez hit us back. John, man, last night I witnessed how fast Brady can exit a room. Yeah, yeah. The game was over and so was he. Yeah, it is. uh, The
1: second that the realization hit that the Bengals couldn't win, uh, Brady's like,
2: that's it,
0: wait! Because it was dark outside. Good to see you. He's got
1: a 15-minute drive. This is rough. It's nighttime.
0: Time to, to go. Who wants to hang around after that?
1: Yeah. Well, I did. I liked it. I enjoyed <laughs> I watching that. I like watching exactly. people. Exactly. But that was the other thing. Again, nobody cared. The Rams fans that were there did not stay and celebrate. No. The game was over, yeah, was, and they left like they had a meeting. It was over. The whole night was over. I was the last one there. Oh, you left a few seconds yeah, before me, yeah, yeah. and I, had to sit. I sat and waited for us to tab out. And uh, I chatted with the guys from the Humane Study for a second. I turned around and I'm like, I am the only one left. That's it. Like, there was, I think there was one couple, the one that sat behind us. Okay, yeah. Uh, and that's, uh, there were, but the place just cleared out. Like, Rams fans didn't have time to celebrate. I mean, that's, I know as a Steeler fan, when, when we win Super Bowls, and we've done it a few times, that party starts at the end of the game. Like there'd have been, and when the Chiefs won a couple years ago, when we were at CB Live, Chiefs fans stayed and just drank it. The party starts after you win. These folks were gone, gone, and I mean, Bengals fans. I don't think they intended to stick around either. If all eight
0: won. of us left, I think, yeah. right afterwards. <laughs> yeah. And I think the twelve uh, Rams fans. Yeah, maybe
1: if they eat. cared at all. Nobody. I don't think anybody was a fan. It was of all that. neutral. Yeah, nobody cared. People
0: just coming out to watch Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, there was a bunch of neutrality. People saying, eh, I'm, uh, I'm rooting for the Bengals, but I really don't care." That was kind of how everybody felt. So, anyway, Super Bowl is over. Uh, we're going to talk to Louis Moses later this morning about uh, the commercials. Which, yeah, uh, eh, we'll see. I went back and watched all of those too, last night. And well,
2: there was there was one great one in there.
1: We'll talk about that. <laughs> everybody was. I got my my phone exploded when uh, that <laughs> Sopranos thing started to run. Uh, it's six sixteen. Let's get a wake up song. It's Valentine's Day. And uh, I do believe that our friend Kim Petras has a song called "Bloody Valentine." I yes, diving into her work all weekend long. She's very good, uh, and so and also thanks to Michael Higgins for dropping off T-shirts he made with my coconuts. They're great, very nicely done. Thank you, uh, Officer. Uh, let's get that wake-up song five eight five ninety eight hundred. A good one, and we'll scream it together. It's ninety-eight KUPD. Wake up!
0: It's not weird. Yes. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I've heard enough of this.